0: You're now tuned in. Listen up. Okay, to Talk Ish Radio.
1: Oh. talk that ish. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Brooklyn finance and you're now tuned in to Talk Ish Radio. Welcome. This is a special show, a special edition. we talking some great things tonight. I'm talking my ish. Hercules, are you talking ish too? Oh, we're going to talk that talk. Oh. Y'all heard him We
2: gonna talk that talk tonight You heard him He's in the
1: build. I know y'all be like Brooke why Why you always say Hercules dead But we don't never hear his voice Now I talk I just talk with my hands <laughs> Y'all heard it He talk with his hands He here to do a job Okay He here to do a job guys welcome i hope wherever you are in the world and wherever you tuned in to us today you have had a fantabulous work week a wonderful day um you are highly favored highly blessed the kids are well the the husband and the wife the well the family the union everything is well and you know i always say that when i start my shows off because it's important for me to make sure that you guys are good that's why today this show is so special because today we're talking about life mental health and healing And this is the reason why I'm always telling you guys, I hope wherever you are in the world, you are blessed and highly favored. Because right now, as we can see, with the Kanye, the Yeezys, the everybody, everybody's having mental breakdowns. Everybody's going through something. And and there's no help. You know, so we want to talk about that. We're gonna put that in the forefront. Okay. So before we get started, let's do let's do this. You know, I always let Hercules do his three-minute warm-up because I got to get your Juju's flowing, okay? I got to get you ready for this. Put the kids away or put them in the game room or let them play. Mothers, fathers, grandmothers, uncles, I need all of y'all to sit down and take and tune in. Before we get serious, we're going to give y'all a little jumping bean bags moment. We're going to let y'all shake it up real quick because we want you to go get your wine, your Stella Rose. Clean. Clean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your cigars yes cigars Clean. we want you to get your snacks and we want you to be sitting down uncomfortable because this is going to be a serious serious show today it's not going to be the kicks and giggles that i normally give you we are definitely talking about life in itself so before we get started and before we get serious, I'm going to go ahead and let Hercules do his one-two thing. Make sure y'all are tuned in and following us. Make sure you follow me, your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, on the gram at Brooklyn's Finest 347. That is B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-S 347. Make sure you follow my guy, DJ Hercules, at
2: DJ Hercules underscore 787clean. Seven, Period.
1: Follow the station Talkish Radio at T A L K I S H H H Radio and follow the podcast Talk Your Wish Podcast at T A L K Y O I S H H H Podcast. We are on 16 platforms. Top five is iHeart or Odyssey. Or,
2: is it Odyssey? That's what you want to <laughs> know. We can do what we want. Listen, we could do what we want up here. Honestly,
1: Spotify, TuneIn, and Pandora. Those are the top five stations that we are on. So make sure that you download one of those apps. You will go to any of those apps. Go to your search option. Type in Talk Yo-ish Podcast, which is four words. And you will see the beautiful cartoon character of myself with my grills where I'm going. Because they,
2: they can't miss us. They can't.
1: Yes, you can. can't. Can't so, miss us. All right. Before we get serious, Hurt, what you give ready to give us?
2: Um, you know, listen, man, we're going to get into a little bit of everything. And I can't stress enough, man. We own it. It don't own us. That's all I want to say. Let me get to the talking with my hands.
1: And he said what he said. Let's get it. Hell.
2: Here we go, ATL. You know what it is. Hercules in the building tonight. We're going to talk that talk.
0: Got my radars up. On. I feel funny, can't tell me nothing different, nothing different. My nose twitching, intuition setting in like Steve Vision. I still close my eyes, I still see visions. Still hear that voice in the back of my mind. So what I do, I still take heed, I still listen. I still paint that perfect picture. I still shine bright like a prism. My words still skip it. I know you can't, don't, won't get it. You chose to ride that ship, salt with it. I'm still afloat. I ain't the captain of the yacht but i'm on the I boat i ain't acting it. what i'm not knowing that i don't you know like you will but i know you won't here, you won't i read between the lines of the eyes of your brows your head shaking matching the smile
2: shout out to everybody tuned in shout out to everybody on instagram live right now make sure you hashtag that talk is radio clean
0: yeah. Staring ahead, ready to go bananas. Too, f- on me. Too t- extra. C- on me. I know my mind ain't playing tricks on me. I ain't skits on me. Ain't nobody drop a m- on me. Yes, I hear this voice in the back of my mind. Like, like her taking up, up, up your circle so.
2: before they hurt you. Watch out now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> get money, get money. Get money.
1: Listen to get the girl. Get, money. get hey money. yo, my song's on. I gotta get my rub on some thoughts. All the three buckets of mama, we getting more dope. Off the book, you getting jelly. Pulling mom hoes off the look, you getting jelly. You wanna hate me? Cause your wifey wants to autograph I'm looking her eyes.
0: I can see she wants more than that. When I see fat asses, I make fat pass like quarterback. Beat nuts all of that. Your shit for the whack. Who think I'm dead you fooling with my cheddar hard rock? Ever since junior high, swear I fly. with a grunt Don't
2: forget to hashtag that talkish radio. Let's get it.
0: I'm happy. Another me that never can be. See, I'm so awesome. Don't care if they can't stand me. I'm sitting on for the world like crazy. I look so good for this next. supreme neck protector better one him kid
1: miss him kid miss him kid miss kid, kid. ew kid. and we are back
0: yes hercules
1: you did that i'm trying i was in here two-stepping you saw me i seen you Ooh, was I looking fabulous
2: <laughs> you gotta <realize. laughs> <Too far. laughs>
1: look i'm making hercules blush if you tuned into his gram you can see him right now blushing
2: what up, what up? because he
1: didn't want to admit that i was looking
2: fine
1: all right guys welcome back i'm glad you are now tuned in to talk ish radio we are here me and my guy hercules you know we always giving y'all the best of the best every week this is a special edition show um that me and hercules decided to do we felt that it was very important um as communities we come together so much going on with with kanye west and yeezy um and, and the, the fight and war between Jews and and everybody else. Let me say that part. Um, so we wanted to really sit down and have a conversation. Not like a standard show that we normally have. We still going to do what we do. But it's it's so important to talk about life, mental health, and healing. That's the topic of this show today. So let me kind of just give you overall when I say life, mental health, and healing. We go through day-to-day life struggles, whether it be good today, bad tomorrow, okay, the next day. We go through life. Each generation brings a different format of life, which means that it can be non-struggling for one generation, but for the next generation, it'll just be like, oh, my God, how in the hell did y'all do that? And then the next generation might be hustlers, so it just depends. So, Herc, let's talk. What's up? So every time I do a show, I always talk about how proud I am of you because you are, have done such great and amazing things, not only um, as a DJ, but in the community, in your life. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of people, I always tell people, if you don't know Hercules or know his story, it's, it's, it's so important to understand the man behind the turntables. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I first met Hercules a few years ago, the first thing I told you, he said that came out of his mouth is, if you want to get to know me, I want you to watch this. And he yeah. sent me the clip. And it was a YouTube uh, interview with you and Tashira Simmons, DMX's wife. And even in that interview, she got teary-eyed. She was in awe. She was shocked that this handsome Boricua right. uh, had smiles from ear to ear, just Looked like heaven wings Was on his back Everything was so light And you really didn't know um, So for a lot of people Herc first of all Tell them where they can go Find that interview on YouTube
2: Um, You can go to uh, YouTube And um, you type in Freedom of truth Shout out to Freedom of truth Pro- Truth podcast um, It was a dope experience man And uh, you know To be honest with you The interview Like uh, I mean I've touched a lot of people With that interview uh, A lot of people Have hit me up Comments um that it was inspiring i helped them to you know they didn't think that was light at the end of the tunnel but watching that interview they you know they was like yo if he can make it i can make it so it was dope how long ago did you guys do that interview wow that was about about four, nope. four no 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 about six years ago i was about to say couldn't about been four years, years ago.
3: ago
1: About six years ago okay so about six years ago right and the story that you told happened
2: when when i was a kid When I was a kid, I would say like, well, uh, she's about nine, eight from from when I was probably five to five to about 13.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, guys, uh, I asked Hercules, was it if we can talk about his life? Because a lot of people that are not on social media, that are not on Instagram or in parts of the world, because we are tuned in, like I said, we are 16 different platforms. Um, I have we have people tuned into us from the UK, Germany, Africa, all parts of the world, Japan. So, a lot of individuals, even though you would think they have an iHeartRadio, they don't. So, there's different platforms that they are tuned into to listen to our show. So, I'm giving them the opportunity to hear it from the horse's mouth. So, I asked someone, Was he okay to kind of restructure? I can't do what Tashira did because <laughs> she did an amazing job. Um, but to, to allow <coughs> talkish radio to to recreate as much as we can of that interview and that conversation. So Hercules right now is, is doing amazing things. He has done the Comicville tour. He is now a CO Smooth um tour DJ. <coughs> Excuse me guys um he is doing parties and events all over. He signed to Michelle Management. <coughs> excuse me I'm so sorry I have to take a swallow <laughs> oh pause <laughs> wait, wait that didn't go all right? right <laughs> I have to take a squizzle uh some ginger ale. hold on guys relax
2: too far yeah
1: I was eating some chips anyway I'm sorry <laughs> going back to what I was saying um he's doing an amazing job um so Hercules I'm going to kind of give you the floor for a few minutes so I want you to kind of Start from the beginning. Tell people, first of all, where you from, um, your background as far as your parents and your, uh-huh. your siblings, and then let's let's go from there.
2: Um, first, I'm from Harlem, New York City. Um, you know, uh, Polo Ground Projects to be exact. I'm the youngest of three brothers. Um, you know, growing up at the era I was growing up and my parents were... Uh, street pharmacists and mm-hmm. and uh you know I kinda like it- i kinda like grew up in a tricky situation because it was like having parents that are that are narcotics dealers and seeing and and then going to school and people telling you to go get a job and be you know it was like what like you know so I didn't grow up knowing the correct things of life mm-hmm. um ultimately, you know it led to. Um, you know, the life led to the demise of my parents. Um, and, uh, from there, like my life really like took a real twist and turn.
1: Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, now I, I I don't want to get too touchy, but people need to kind of really understand the thorough background of your parents being street pharmacists. Yes. Um, were your parents uh, very vocal in your life, as far as you and your brothers are concerned?
2: Um, yes and no, because like I said, you know, we we were taught the streets at a young age. It wasn't like we were taught. Like I want to be very honest. Like we wasn't never. We didn't have the normal childhood. We didn't have. We didn't grow up with normalcy. Everything was out of normal. Like being being around your parents and they selling drugs. Like being there while they're selling drugs is different. So. Being vocal, when you mean vocal, it was like more or less like teaching us the game, teaching us the streets. So we knew the streets at a young age because we was around it, and that's all pretty much our parents could teach us.
1: Were your parents very hands-on when it came to you and your brothers as far as your education, as far as, you know, growing up? or or?
2: No. We we didn't go to school like that. We didn't go to school like that. Everything was the streets. You know, we didn't didn't have a time to be in bed. We didn't have a... uh, a time to come upstairs or eat dinner. It wasn't like that. It was pretty much femme for yourself. You know what I mean? So we was, you know, we we understood the hustle. So it was like we wanted to go hustle. So we hit the streets. As Me and my brother, shout out to my brother Ace, we hit the streets. We would hustle. We would pack bags. We would wash cars. We would do different things just to get money.
1: And that was to basically kind of feed yourself.
2: That's to survive. And, and, you know, I guess, like I said before, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to ever get it. Conf- I don't want people to get it confused. Like my parents wasn't, you know, Pablo Escobar and, you know, all these famous drug dealers. No, we was hustling to survive. Mm. You know, what I'm saying four kids on welfare. Um, you know, th- the crack epidemic hit around the time. Oh, this is this is Harlem at his prime, So we were hustling to survive. So for us, it was like hustling was like. Hitting the streets and hustling and going to get money and earning, it was already a, a second nature to us because we are we already in it, we already watching it. So for us to hit the streets and go get money to eat and and you know do what we need to do, it wasn't that wasn't that was not not normal to us. So a normal day to a kid would be going to school, coming home, doing a normal day for us would be going on the block, hustling to go get money, just to
1: feed yourself and survive. Yes. Um, how long was were. And like I said, I hate to be touchy. No, nah,
2: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, um, go ahead with it. That's what we here is talking.
1: I came to talk that ish.
2: Um, you
1: you explained to me that both your parents did pass away. Yes. Um, you know, do you mind telling us no, how that I don't. happened? I
2: don't. My parents, my parents passed away. My my my, my uh, my dad passed away from HIV/AIDS. He had he contracted full blown AIDS, um, from the uses usage of needles, um, and ultimately, you know, passed it on to my mother and my mother was hiv positive and she lived f- with the disease for like about I would say a good 6 months to a year after it took her out
1: and back then people didn't really know what hiv was no
2: so no, it was, it was like, like they sent you home with a right. with, a, with a, some tylenol and said all right you be all right in the morning and you wouldn't be all right in the morning my dad it took him out in less than f- probably 4 months to 5 months
1: and you watched him transition yes. horribly correct? Yes, yes yes how did that affect you as as a child? How um, old were you when your father passed my, away? My
2: father passed away in like ninety one, um, and uh, you know, it, it's it's one thing as a see you know what it is as a kid while this is happening to you. I I tell everybody this one thing as a kid when it's happening to you, you have no understanding because you don't understand what what's going on. You oh. can't you can't put it together like an adult mind. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, you're watching this but it's not it's not um it's not registering to you right, so what happens is it's kind of like a delayed process, so as you get older, you start to replay and as you grow and as you you know as you get older and you start to grow more and more, you start to get a an understanding and it starts to make you physically sick, so I was physically sick for a while I was in the hospital for like six months to a year, just researching why I couldn't sleep, why I couldn't focus why I couldn't um. You know why I couldn't stay still. Why I couldn't, you know, just can't stay focused. So school, it was hard.
1: Did you suffer from seizures?
2: Yes, I was epileptic. I was, I was diagnosed with epilepsy. So pretty much when I went to the doctor, uh, I had what they w- when they took the CAT scan, it was it showed a, a spike on the left side of my brain. So it wasn't functioning like the right side.
1: Let me tell y'all. Even hearing this story now, and I've heard this story, um, and we've talked about it, I I get emotional. Because it's just hard to see, hard to hear his story and to look at this man and see like, I'm good, I'm blessed. (laughs) If y'all don't understand how good God is, or whoever you pray to, how strong he is. Because when he told me as a child... Did they not tell you you may not live?
2: Yeah. So, um, my, well, okay. So at that, at that particular time, I was really, really, uh, I think I was probably like about seven or eight. Um, and what happens is the body as a kid, your body cannot take so much trauma and the seizures were causing a lot of trauma to my body. And so I had about, I had one seizure in my sleep, another seizure in school, and uh the third one in school, the second one in school, I didn't really remember. I just woke up and everybody was around me. But then when they uh admitted me to the hospital, my grandmother, rest in peace to my grandmother, she um she came to the doctor and the doctor let her under uh, the doctor told her that if he has one more seizure, he's not gonna make it because his body his body can't take the trauma. It's too much.
1: And this is after both of your parents passed away. Yes, yes, yes.
2: And you were seven. Yes, I was. my My father died in my father died in 1990, and my mother died in
3: 1993.
1: <sighs> so, when the doctors told your grandmother that if this young man, at seven years old, has one more seizure, he will possibly not make it, mm-hmm. what did your grandmother do?
2: My grandmother okay so i'm if anybody don't know i'm a, I'm, 100% I'm a hundred percent boricua i'm puerto Rican um my grandmother she's you know an amazing woman her faith her her wisdom her i would you know my grandmother didn't believe in um aspirin or giving you anything everything was natural in the house so um i was i was given medication i was to be on medication almost the rest of my life. Um, I had to take I couldn't go outside like normal kids I couldn't um, go to a swimming pool I couldn't do none of that as a kid Um, I had to stay real close I would go outside with the other kids but I had to be on a real short leash because at any given time and I had to go outside with my brother so I had to be with somebody at all times Um, but my grandmother pretty much nursed me back to health and it was all natural it was all natural it wasn't no, like we took the medication, but the medication has side effects. Mm. So I was given medication, but it has side effects. But the natural medication that my grandmother was given to me and nursed me back to health—it just, you know, it was, it was, it was amazing.
1: Have you had a seizure since then? Never.
2: It's gone. I was, I, I, I was. So after my grandmother nursed me back to health, we had the final appointment. Um, so how a CAT scan goes is you can't sleep for twenty four hours. Um, And then you go to the doctor and you sleep because they want to monitor your brain while you're asleep. They want to know the course of action while you're asleep. What is your brain going through? And I did that. That last appointment was the CAT scan. And we had to go back in another couple of weeks to get the results from the CAT scan. And when we went back, the doctor uh, told my grandmother, we don't see the spike anymore. Mm. Um, I received a certificate and it. I had a I had to wear a bracelet, <laughs> a medical alert bracelet cuz just in case if I was anywhere um they would flip the bracelet over and it would tell them that, you know, this is a sickly kid. This is what he needs. Right. Um so they took the bracelet off and I was no longer diagnosed with epilepsy. It's gone. Never caught a seizure again.
1: Look at that. Ah, thank God for grandmothers back yeah, then back grandmothers back then oh my god like he said they didn't believe in aspirin Nah, whatever was in the house or in the grocery store was gonna heal you that was it so needless to say your grandmother and by the grace of god
2: have healed you completely indeed i've been i've been healthy never never um never diagnosed with nothing i've been fine you know
1: during during the course of you having seizures did you have any other side effects like stuttering or anything else
2: Yeah just uh PTSD uh diagnosed with PTSD real bad just from the trauma I've been through Right um you know uh you know of course as a kid nightmares different stuff you know what I'm saying not being able to sleep not being able to focus so school for me it wasn't that I wasn't smart it was just that I I, I you know you can't when you're so young, you can't – you take all that trauma. You can't. It's hard to really comprehend and get everything together. So um, not to – needless to say, I still did a, I still did pretty good in school. I still was, you know, pretty smart. You know, I was – you know, I read a lot of books. Um, being in kitty jail, that was another phase in my life. But – And we'll get to that now. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, but, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, I, I, I've been fine ever since. I've been fine. Like, no, nothing. I'm perfectly healthy. I know you see my grandma – hitting the weights, you know, it's different.
1: <laughs> so, with all of that going on, you you watched your parents pass away?
2: Yes, my both my parents passed away in front of me. Yeah, so my dad passed away um he passed away uh in Metropolitan Hospital. We okay. were we on Halloween, on Halloween, on Halloween. Right. Um and then my mother passed away um in 1993 in the hospital in front of me as well.
1: Oh. <sighs> You want a hug?
2: <laughs> nah, I'm good. I, I, you know, I want to say this. You know, I don't, I don't share my story to, for pity, for people to look at me and like a, like a case. Cause I'm super blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm touched by God. Like I'm touched. There's nothing nobody could tell me. It's nothing. I feel the strength every time I get up every morning. I say my story to inspire. That's why I'm not afraid. That's why I'm not ashamed. So anybody who listens to my story could. Cause if you're going through sim some similar or you've been through something similar this is for you this is to inspire you and let you know hey there's there's light at the end of the tunnel you can't be beat you can't be stopped you know life is like god gives you opportunity every day you can make any you could be anything you want to be so i I tell my story for that them days i i i prayed i prayed for the times that I could get here and share it because at one point in time, I couldn't even talk about it. It's, it. I would get upset or I would, you know, I would gaze off. I would daydream. I would all kind of crazy shit. But I'm I'm comfortable with sharing my story because I, I am a walking testimony.
1: Mm. Well, I need a hug. <laughs> 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 I, you don't need one. Uh, but I need one because I am, as I told you, I've heard this story and it it still does not I mean I, I love the I love my God and I know he's such an awesome God and I always say timing God's timing is always perfect. I always say that. But uh when he tells this story like on a personal level, not like via radio, like right, we're doing right, now. Right, right. It's so intense that I cry.
2: I mean, you get the, you get the, you get the, the hardcore version you yes. know, I want to, I get the people. Right. Know, no, I'm definitely, you know.
1: they can't, if I, look, the hardcore is hardcore. It's, it's <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly hardcore. I want us to go into the second phase of once they took the bracelet off, once yeah. they took the certificate of yeah. and stuff off. Yeah. Um, What happened after that?
2: Um, just, just natural growth, um, growing as a, as a as a as a teenager you know um started to experience life for what it was like you know just you know growing um pretty much the streets you know what I'm saying like I got intrigued by the streets so got into you know hustling selling drugs and you know holding guns doing crazy stuff but uh from there it it kind of like kind of like ended it, it kind of uh uh, hindered the relationship between me and my grandparents because they felt like we, you know we was out of control mm-hmm. so ultimately it's led us to the group home
1: so your grandparents basically turned you and your brother yeah. over to the group home because yeah. they just were of age of course uh-huh. and, and they're Spanish and, and didn't really speak English yeah
2: and and plus they were old fashioned so like very you know and, 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 and I want to say this like I love them to death like my if it wasn't for my grandparents I wouldn't probably be here right now like you know So, So
1: you think them sending you and your brother to the group home was probably the
2: best thing for you? That was the the best thing. That was the best thing that, uh, you know, and and one thing I say is that things don't happen to you, they happen for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, from there, you know, the group home, it starts.
1: (laughs) What was the feeling that you felt um, just you yourself? the moment that you had to get in that van and you and your brother were taken from your grandparents, how um, did you feel? It,
2: it was, you know, so many people get into uh, so many people get into these stories and they 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 put up this persona that they weren't scared or the machismo. No, you you're scared, scary. I was scared, you know, scared of not scared as of scared of a person, scared of the unknown. Right. Not knowing what we're getting into, not knowing what's going to happen once right. we, you know, get out this, you know, and, and I want to give you, I'm going to give you a little vivid picture. The van was, it's a white van with gates on the windows. Mm. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a different type of, so you're being let out with an officer and you're getting into this van and you don't know where you're going. So you can end up in Staten Island, you can end up in Queens, you don't know where you're going. Right. They just use in a van. You driving, and you know, um, it, it was a scary feeling because you don't know where you're going. It was a scary feeling. Scary feeling. You, you don't know the, 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 the. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to. What's the next step? So you know, it was it was it was a, it was a scary feeling. And
1: and they kept you and your brothers together. You, you and your brother together, correct?
2: Yes, that you know. So we were being in this van, you know. At that particular time, you have to make up in your mind what is it going to be because you're either going to be a predator or you're going to be prey. You understand what I'm saying? You're either going to be a predator or you're going to be prey. So you you got to make up your mind and make a decision what is it going to be. And I made up in my mind from right there that nobody was going to take advantage of me and my brother. Nobody was going to take nothing from us and nobody was going to harm us no matter what. Wow, and we we you know we made a pack and we stuck together. So wherever it was like if they gotta snatch me out this van, they gotta take him. If they take him, they take me. It just is what it is. We're not going out without a fight because we're not splitting up. Right. So we made that decision in that van that day, and we told the counselors and the, the security and the cops, "This you're not going to separate us." So if you're in it for a long night, then we're gonna be it's gonna be a long night for everybody.
1: How many group homes did you and your brother have to go through? Every
2: group home in New York City. Wow. We've been transferred all over. From Crossroads to Bruna to Atlantic House, Brooklyn House, um Queens, McDougal. We've been through every group home in New York City.
1: Jesus. <laughs> and and you finally got out of the group home when?
2: I got out the group home at sixteen years old. Um, usually you don't leave till eighteen, but I you know, sixteen years old I was already, you know, um I was working towards a new life and trying to, you know, just turn find find um I was working towards trying to find a different way of of of, of doing it because I, I uh I left the streets alone, so I had to, you know, pretty much do the right thing. Okay. And get my life started, you know what I mean? So from there, you know, it was like had to figure it out. And uh, nothing nothing was given to me. Everything I had to do, I had to figure it out. I had to work hard. I had to persevere and go get, you know what I mean? So from there, it was just kind of like uh, figuring it out, going, going to work, doing different things, and understanding that there's more to life than just the streets. There's more to life than negativity. You got to – if you want to be a man of stature and be a man of – substance in the world you got to you got to put on you got to change your way of thinking you got to change your mentality so at 16 I was already you know trying to figure everything out
1: wow during the course of that that time when you hit 16 not only did you you know was trying to figure out life you had to teach yourself how to be a man yeah
2: yeah yeah pretty much um you know and and you know not not for nothing like you know uh I never really, we never had, uh, you know, uh, any kind of like male figures in our life. So, we pretty, through my journey, I had to watch and and figure out who was who and what was what because, you know, life has, you could be living life, everybody has had the fork in the road moment, everybody in life. I'm going to go this way or I'm going to go this way. Right. I'm going to go left or I'm going to go right. Right. And for me I just was like I want to I want to I want to change I want to change the narrative of my story. I want to change the narrative of my family's story. Nobody in my family has ever been successful. Nobody has at anything. Nobody has ever been you know when you think of my family history it's drugs and violence, it's, it's jail, it's death. It comes with that. So I'm changing the dynamics of my family's foundation.
1: Wow. Again, I've heard this story (laughs) a few times and it just doesn't get any... It's like I learned something new. Every time he tells me this story, I hear something different and how it's projected. Um, Before we move forward i, I, I want to take a pause and, and get into some music Lighten it up like yeah. a load up because <laughs> i know people probably sitting at home like what <laughs> <laughs> look if you if you like me you wiping your eyes yes i still wipe my eyes even though <laughs> i've heard the story a million times it's, it's it's just hard sometimes to look at this man and know how blessed he is and and he's doing such great things and he smiles through his pain but not to know what he meant and then when people challenge him or say hey you ain't you ain't allowed to be cocky. You ain't allowed to be arrogant. You ain't allowed to be, as they say, conceited. But what do you call it? Well,
2: here's here's you know here's the thing, man. You know I feel like if you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like you are the best or you don't feel like you know that you can't blame nobody. You know me when I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror. I'm I'm blessed and highly favored. Like I said before, I'm touched. Right, I'm the. I am the light. There you go. So, I I walk with that. I breathe that. I I I, I my energy. That's why I am the most electrifying man, DJ, entertainment. Because my energy is contagious. If, when not, I walk, then whom? <laughs> if not then who? <laughs> and when I walk into the room, I could transfer the energy in the room. I have that power. So I'm touched. And if you don't feel like that about yourself, I suggest you start feeling like that about yourself. And some people can't get it, and I get it. I get it. I understand. But I'm touched. I'm. I'm. I'm, I feel the light. I feel the, the vibration when it. I feel. I feel the strength. So, I walk with that confidence. I walk with. I walk with the energy of knowing that. Hey, I'm blessed. And and. And you can't touch one. You can't touch what's. You can't touch that light. It just. You got to be different to be in that energy and be in that space. It's a different type of energy, and I am. The most.
1: Electrifying.
2: (laughs) If not me. Then who? There you have it.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) Herc, such a great story, and I'm so ready to get to Uh, the most part of the happy ending of the story. But in the meantime in between time, I want our people to to shake it up a little bit, shake up them vibes. I don't want y'all to be depressed or sad or crying because Hercules is
2: good. Oh, this ain't this ain't this ain't a sombre moment. This is a celebration. Okay,
1: he's good. But I just wanted you guys to understand when you sit back and think about how bad your life is, know that there's somebody that has probably been through either what you've been through or even worse and now they are a testimony for what they've been through and living an outstanding life and he is that testimony so when you get down when you get depressed and you're trying to figure out why don't ask why why them just ask why not you you have it okay in the meantime Hercules let's get to it let's yeah. do it you
0: know very well here we go here Lord. I'm oh. a we can so personal. in my, my love, and now you know. It was all a dream. And I don't need to no like the who going up, down? I ain't got no problem spending all of my money. Tryna see what's up, now, I can do this all day like it ain't nothing. Ah, uh, black car, party in the backyard. backyard. Shawty got the black bra showing, showing. Bra showing. it up, uh, fat enough. No. She a babe. just yes, she already know it. Yes, you know it. it. Yes, you know yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, she know it. Yes, yeah, she, she know it. Yes, she already know it. Yes, yeah, she know it. Yes, yeah, know it. Yeah, yeah, she know it. Yes, yeah, she know it. She gon' make me spend some money on it. Yes, yeah, she know it. <laughs> whole bank account, now I blow it. I, <laughs> I blow it. You do a shooting, shooting, and more make more If I get bigger, then I'm some more First things yeah, first, I'm the realist Realist Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let let them feel it, feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons <laughs> to physics. Right? Things first, I'm the realist. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. feel it. And I'm still in the murder business, I can hold you down. Like I'm giving lessons in physics, right? Right. right. You should want a bad like this. Time. Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Yeah. yeah. Cup of Ace, cup of Goose, cup of Chris. I heal something worth a half a ticket on my wrist. Back. On my wrist. Taking all the liquor straight, never chase that. Never stop, like we bringing yeah. bring an 88 back. What? In the hood scene, where the basic. Champagne spilling, you should taste that. I'm so fancy.
3: started. Oh, na nah. Why you gotta act so naughty?
0: Oh, na-na. I'm about to spend all this cash. Oh, na nah. If you keep shaking that Here we go. Oh, na nah, nah. Lord. Put your hands in the
3: air if you loving tonight. No. Oh, na
0: nah, nah. Keep your hands in
3: the air if you spending the night. Yes. Oh
2: man, Atlanta, we turned up. Let's get it. This is Talkist Radio. Oh, nah, nah,
3: nah,
2: nah, nah, Here I go. Slow down.
3: Grab the wall. Wow. Like you're trying to make y'all a smash baller. Hell think I want to smash them all now. Speed up. Gas pedal, gas pedal, gas pedal, gas pedal, gas pedal. You already know me, SAGA, gas pedal, black gas pedal. Black money, let them muscle say amen. I'm just tryna make it clear, boy, Ray Bans, I'm a great man. Well, same friend, I play out all day. Oh man! <laughs>
2: Miami Beach, what up? Y'all know I'll be out there shaking it up.
3: to me, like no other. Don't you tell them what we
0: do? Don't tell, don't ain't don't tell, don't tell, You ain't tell, you ain't got to tell them, don't tell, don't tell, you ain't, don't tell, don't tell, you ain't, you ain't got to tell them, ladies, what's up? No, you say it down with it, right? Don't tell them how you hit the ground. do you know, I'm from Chicago. What's up? I act the fool, Bobby Brown with it.
2: All my listeners tapped in. Make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend, download that app
0: tonight. Marathon, girl, what? Don't you
2: worry
0: about it, my to work it out.
3: Only you got me feeling like this. Oh, why, 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 why? Love it while grabbing the rhythm, your hips. That's right, 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 right. Rhythm is a dancer. I need a companion. What else? Girl, I guess that must be you. She gon' shake it like a rhino, like a, like a, like a, like a rhino. She gon' shake. for the I'm What you my song Almost
1: got a house about I told like a red nose. Okay, and we are back. Hercules. I feel so much better. <laughs> you about to make me cry again, but I feel so nah, much better. man. Come on. <laughs> you did that though. I was in here like a red nose. I ain't gonna like, lie, like, I, like, a, like every a red time
2: nose. I touch the tables, I, I you know, it's something I love I love what I do. I love what I do. I love giving people good vibes. I love giving, giving my energy. Um, I give so much of myself that sometimes my body get tired. That's how much I give of myself All right. and the energy I project to the people. So I am the most. <laughs>
1: man. If not, then who? Okay. <laughs> it threw me off for a second. I had to catch myself. I was so into to the, in tune to the story. <laughs> I was going to the part two. All right. Well guys, I'm glad you took a little break. Um, we ain't got too much more time. So I wanted to make sure that we got uh the rest of the story in as much as we possibly can. So, Hercules, let's 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 start from the day you and your brother's foot touched the ground of the first group home. How yeah. how how was that feeling?
2: Um wow, Light Street. Man, um you get there, uh, ooh, you get there, you gotta it's, it's an intake process. Right. Get there, people looking at you. Uh, you got to see the medic. You um, it's a bunch of beds, just bunch of kids all over the place. Beds and it's a facility. You know what I mean? You you get you you know it's like they uh process you. You know you got to do inventory of your stuff. You know you got to go to the medic. You got to get checked out to make sure that you don't have any uh, diseases, anything like that. Um, and you just you know it's, you know it's some place where, you the energy is, is so different. It's like a, it's like a place where you like there's no love, there's no, it's cold. I got to say it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. It's you know it's just it's like almost like dorms. It's right. like a big it's like a big space just a bunch of beds, kids and you know you gotta you know thank God you know I was able to you know I mean I I, I was strong enough to go through it by myself but thank God I was with my brother because we kind of watch each other's back. You know what I'm saying? So, it's open space. So, it's not like you could protect your stuff. You got to, you know, you got a space and you got to hold your square. Anybody come and take your stuff, you got to do what you got to do. But, um, it was, it was, it's a pretty, it's, it was, a, intake was a little bit different. Um, so, from Light Street, let me explain the situation. So, from Light Street, is just an intake. It's just a stop. Right. Um, so, the first group home we actually was shipped to was Brooklyn House on Atlantic Avenue. across from, the jailhouse okay um you know pretty much you you get there and you got to establish yourself you gotta um you know you gotta figure out f- fill out what's what who's who at this particular time the gangs had just hit new york as well so mm-hmm. everybody wanted to be a blood or a crit. um you know i never had to do none of that me and my brother never had to join no gangs and i but the gangs were heavy inside of there wow gangs were heavy uh and uh, you got to pretty much establish yourself um Fights, yes, you have to fight,
1: yes, even if you don't want to. No,
2: you have to fight. There is no I don't want to. You, once again, it goes back to what I say: either you a predator or you a prey. You have to make that. There's no in between. Oh, I think I, I think I don't want no problems today. Oh, no, you have to wake up in gla- as a, in gladiator mode every day.
1: Lord, have mercy, Lord how how does how does a child how old are you at this point now
2: um i'm about she uh about uh about about 13. 13.
1: so so how does a 13 year old deal with the fact that i lost my parents i watched them pass away we went to stay with my grandparents my grandparents were a little old school too old to really handle us because we were all over the place Mm -hmm. so they shipped us off to a group home yeah now we're in a group home and it's me and my brother, um, my youngest brother, just us two, here and we have to fend for ourselves yeah. every single day. Yeah. There is no timeout, there's not a day off from no. being a predator or a prey. now
2: this is your reality. And just to make it known, we I I was I was the boogeyman. <laughs> I want to make that very clear. <laughs> so anybody think I was the boogeyman yes
1: you was terrorizing matter of fact home? no I was
2: the boogeyman I was the guy you sent to beat up the boogeyman <laughs> let me make that clear nah you know nah um Now nah, you know what you know um am I pr- you know you get you get in those type of situations and it's like uh, you gotta you have to you have to almost be something you don't want to be so did I want a regular childhood as a kid yes did I want to be a normal child did I want all the normalcy of a normal kid yes but Unfortunately, my circumstances wasn't like that, so I accepted my circumstances for what they was, and I had to make, you know, you 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 when you and, when I was in a group home, I had to I had to get an understanding, knowing that this is gonna be my place, this is my reality, right, right. So I gotta make it as comfortable for me and my brother as possible. We have to make it as comfortable as possible for us, if that meant, you know, fighting. To, anything anything was anything I didn't care because like I said that's my reality so if it's uncomfortable for me it's, it's not going to be comfortable for anybody else that's just how it, it goes um but the the moral of that I'm not saying that to say like I'm promoting I'm I'm just the toughest guy in the world no what I'm saying is anytime you're in that type of situation it forces you to be it forces your whole thinking process to change because now you have to adjust. Some people don't make adjustments to their space. The space adjusts to them.
1: Right. I agree. And
2: they can't keep up with it. So there was kids that checked out. There was kids checked out. When I say checked out, suicide, there were kids that just couldn't hack it. You know what I mean? They, they just, it just wasn't for them.
1: Were there times that you felt abandoned or felt like questioning God's Choices and judgments of why don't no one love me? Why I can't go home? Or why every day,
2: every day, every day you wake. Every day, every day I woke up in that place or a new place. It was it was hard. It's hard because you know sometimes you see don't you know less you know sometimes you see kids in there that they have their parents that come visit them. They have they have family. All right. That you know regardless if they they the kids are not uh their knuckleheads they still loved mm-hmm. people never gave up on them right. you know so it, 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 yeah you know it's times where i just was you know hey this you know god what god if god was real he wouldn't do this to me or he wouldn't put us in this situation so yes it was every day was a every day was a battle mm. every day got tougher every day was hard every day was it was pushing it was like you got to push yourself to to you know and I, my thing is I was just wanted to find some type of normalcy and some type of love that would take me outside of the group home that was that was that was you know so any type of anything that would take me outside of those that place mentally physically I was with it
1: even if it was for a moment
2: for a moment some some sort of normalcy some sort of happiness
1: so when you got 16 yeah you were able to leave the group home and yeah Try to attempt to make what you consumed as life for the last sixteen years. Try to to build some type of normalcy um, with now at sixteen on your own with nobody
2: mm-hmm. yeah. and start over. Yeah,
1: basically. Yeah, with no guidance.
2: Minimal. No, minimal.
1: No, no hugs. No kisses. Nah, no I love yous. Nah,
2: nah. You, you start to sometimes you you know it was to the point where sometimes i would think that was a normal way of living like not having family or not right. not having love didn't exist at you know? that time yeah at time so it was like you know you you know it's, it it puts you in a position where sometimes where you just like you're searching cuz you, like i said any sense it could be it could be it could be being around people. You not even—they're not even talking to you, but you—you—you you, you around them because you need some of that energy. Right. So right. it was—it was—it's it, it was, different, you know. It's different, and you know, but through God's grace and and um, and I've had some pretty good role models, like you know, some pretty decent people around me at certain times, so where I was able to come up with another way of thinking, other than just the streets or negativity. Right. So that's what I chose. I chose the positive route.
1: Well, let me say this to you and, and to anybody out there. And I want Hercules to understand that God never makes mistakes. And sometimes the decisions or choices that happen in our life, we question like, why? How could you? And then we tend to doubt the most high and understand he always has a plan the moment you're born, your life is already written. Every step, every moment, every tear, every pain, God has already said this was going to happen. So everything that Hercules you have been through has brought you to where you are today. All the the pain and the suffering and all the, the tears that you may have had to cry out over the years got you to a point where now you don't Question God. Now you go to God for guidance.
2: Yeah, I understand. I have more of an understanding um, of how how uh, you know. H- Here is what I say. You know, we, um, you know, we we're born we're born right, and we understand the importance of when we were born. We mm-hmm. understand that importance, and we focus on that import- importance. You know why? Because that's why we have birthdays, right? Right. So everybody makes, but. I understand I folk and I focus on why I'm here. Mm. Right? I focus on why. I put more emphasis on the why. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And I understand my purpose. And my purpose is to to be great and and, and inspire and to and to give to give my energy and, and and you know to you know, like really like I said, for me, God gave me a third lung. Like it was like having two hearts because my other one was dead, but now you know, like through God's grace, I'm here. Mm. I am here, and I'm here to stay. And there's nothing nobody could do with me.
1: The most who?
2: Because I am the most the most electrifying man in DJ entertainment. If not me, then who? Right.
1: Okay. Say for the people in the back so they can hear because maybe may, they may be a little deaf hurt. <laughs> Listen,
2: <laughs> I am the. Now let me stop. <laughs> but you know, I I I I I never. When I say that, and I want to make this very clear, when I say that, I don't take away from other people. Mm-hmm. I don't never wanted to. I don't. Ha- I don't have to degrade other people to pick myself up. Right. I just feel this way about myself because I know. I know the work I put into life. Forget about entertainment. Forget about monetary. Out the work. What I've sacrificed. Mm-hmm. The average person would have turned it in by now. Okay. So I can't be beat. I can't be stopped.
1: So if you had to if 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 someone out here is listening right and is going through what you went through mm-hmm. or has gone through it what advice or 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 information can you provide for them to keep them mentally sane Man just just keep your
2: head up just keep your head up and understand that there's light there is light there you know, you have, every day you wake up, you have an opportunity to be greater than yesterday. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. There's no stopping. Life, The w- one of one of God's greatest gifts that he gave us was opportunity. Okay. Stop focusing on money. Stop focusing on cars. Stop focusing on all the other stuff. Being great at what you do allows you to have the spoils and the luxuries of life. That's going to mm-hmm. come. But if you focus on the money, you lose you lose your you lose your passion focusing on monetary stuff. Focus on your passion. Your passion should be living. Your passion should be whatever your goal is to be in life, grab that and 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 and, and, and take it to the moon. Be if you're gonna if you clean floors, be the best floor cleaner in the world. Okay. Right? If you you know, people ask me what I'm the best at. I'm the best at being me I've mastered my aesthetics i'm the best at being me I wake up in the morning I love being me I love me some me okay you know what i'm saying I'll because say that. it's 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 nothing greater to me and that's not to dim nobody else's life so grab life by the horns and live it up to it because we only get one we only get one chance at this thing called life mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all but me i wanna i wanna be i wanna man i wanna i wanna see the world i wanna live as much as i can and 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 when you do finally m- get to that stage of tiredness you can look back and say i've done it yeah i've done it all it's no greater feeling
1: guys let me tell you tearjerker this has been a tearjerker show today. <laughs> ah man, Thank but you, man. but but definitely, like I said, the show the show was main, mainly about life, mental health, and healing.
2: Yeah, and definitely, and definitely, I want to also say, speak to someone, mm-hmm. get it out, yes. L- speak to someone. It doesn't even have to be your family, because and I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not a religious man. I'm not, but I am a spiritual being and I understand that there is a most high and let me let you understand something. In the word it said that a neighbor could be closer than a brother. So which meaning that to say you could speak to somebody that don't even know you that you feel like ain't gonna pass judgment. But get it out. That's right. Let let somebody know your pain. Even if you got to cry on somebody's shoulder, let, let it out because all this congestion holding it in is gonna, gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna kill you faster than the bullet.
1: So guys, I want to pass along this information for a lot of you, or if you know one, someone going through some form of mental health has been through some traumatizing situations that's dealing with trauma now. Um, We're in the state of Georgia. So I'm going to provide you information as far as a website that you can go to, that if you are in a different state and you're tuned in, you can actually punch in your state and it would tell you your local providers or therapists, or doctors, or law enforcement that can help you with whatever you may be going through or attempting to try to do. Um, It's mentalhealth.gov, and that's M-E-N-T-A-L-H-E-A-L-T-H.gov. And if you are in the state of Georgia, there is a um, 24-hour hotline. That phone number is 770-343-2944. make sure you call someone. And if you can't get in contact, call 911. That's it. Call 911. Let them know that something's going on. You don't feel safe with yourself. You don't feel safe with the people around you and you need some help. They will come and they will get you the help that you need. But in the meantime, please make sure that you go to mentalhealth.gov um, and put it in the state that you are in so it can provide you with who or what area you're in in the world, the proper um, communication so you can assist yourself For and real. someone else. For real guys, again, this was a, a a very important show that I wanted to get out because I want people to understand how how important it is to go through something um, and then take the time to deal with mental health and then heal. Because Hercules had went through life, he had mental healing that he had to deal with. Um, mental health issues as far as dealing with what he saw and what Absolutely. he had been through. Absolutely. And now he's at a healing stage. Yes. And every day is a healing stage. Every it day. doesn't stop. So don't think that one day you wake up and life is great. Like, yeah, I'm healed. No, it doesn't work like that. Nah,
2: it takes time.
1: It takes time. And sometimes time can be the rest of your life, but don't force it. Don't push it. Don't, don't, don't let it take you over the edge. When life becomes to be too hard, like they say, when life hands you lemon, you do what?
2: Make lemonade, baby.
1: Okay. Put some sugar in it. Some pure cane. Facts. Okay. If you need to, to sweeten that thing on. Oh, okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is, like Hercules said, you have to talk to someone. And sometimes it can be a complete stranger, a person on a train, or on a bus, a neighbor, a person up the block, somebody in your school. It doesn't have to be someone of some type of authority or power, or your
2: family member. It don't
1: have to be yeah, a family that member. too. But most of the time we go to people that's not going to pass judgment, and sometimes unfortunately our right. families pass judgment. Right. So we have to do what we have to do to keep our mental sanity. And trust me, just because we look good, don't mean we good. Don't mean that everything is wonderful. Um. So keep in mind, if you have any questions, if you have any concerns or you have a need or are unable to locate some assistance, please send us an email at talkishradio at gmail.com. That is T-A-L-K-I-S-H-H-H radio at gmail.com. And someone or myself will respond to whatever information or channels that we can assist you to make sure that you get the proper information. Um, and again, if you don't have access to internet or phone, phone,
2: Or you could Oh, you know what? You could DM DJ Hercules, man. I, I, I'll listen. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? You could See? DM DJ Hercules, DJ Hercules underscore 77. You feeling like life is over. Or you feeling like you just, you just need somebody to listen to, you know, just, you know, explain your story. Holler at me, man. I'll listen.
1: Period. Okay. So guys, thank you for tuning in. We definitely appreciate you taking the time. Cause again, you could be anywhere in the world. But you're here with us. Facts. So we're so thankful. We're so appreciative. And we hope that wherever you are in the world, today, tomorrow, next week, you are highly favored. You are highly blessed. You are asking the most high for guidance. You are asking to be not judged upon, but having a communication with someone that's not going to sit there and pass judgment upon you. Right. Okay. So, Herc, any last words before we go?
2: No, man. Thank you for having me. You know I'm here. Thank you for having I feel like a guest, though. You know? so even though I'm here, I'm here every day and I'm doing work and I'm on the road, I feel like a guest. So thank you for, you know, this, this this is a good conversation, man. I appreciate you for this. Thank you so much, Hercules, for telling your
1: story. Guys, this is your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and I got my guy who?
2: DJ Hercules, is 787 man, a.k.a. the most. Electrifying. Man and DJing entertainment. If not me, then? Then whom else? Right.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. This is your girl, Brooklyn's Finest. This is Talkish Radio. We will see you soon.
0: Listen up to talk-ish radio. Oh. talk that ish.